Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. If you listen to Friday's podcast, you must think I'm psychic, or at least you wouldn't be blamed for it. Because right now, on Wednesday, you're watching exactly what I predicted go down. A federal takeover of American police departments. That is the goal of everything you're seeing on your television right now. That is the purpose. It's not about injustice. It's not even about race. None of this is about any of that. It's about a federal government takeover of local police departments and state policing authorities that's been planned by the Democrats since the first term of Barack Obama's presidency. I laid it out on Friday in a podcast called Defunding the Police Isn't the Left's Real Plan. This is. You can listen to that to go in more in depth. But in it, I predicted that the federal government would begin taking over police departments using consent decrees. And that they would use supposed race-based problems as their justification. And lo and behold, it didn't even take 24 hours from the announcement of the verdict in the Chauvin case for our new Attorney General, Merrick Garland, to use the word consent decree. He just did a press conference announcing that they are investigating the Minneapolis PD, explaining that that would probably result in the federal government running the Minneapolis PD There's something called a consent decree. That's where to avoid endless multi, multi, multi multi-million dollar litigation, you sign a consent decree. It lets the federal government send agents of the Justice Department in to run your police department. It is essentially a federal takeover of your police department. That is the Democrats' goal. And right on cue, here's Merrick Garland, your attorney general, promising to do just that. That's what this investigation is about. They go in, 100% of the time, they find supposed constitutional rights violations. Then you enter into the the consent decree and they run your police department. And I mean they run it at the micro level, down to analyzing month by month how many people you've arrested by race and installing liberal justice department lawyers in your police department to run it. By the time Obama left office, he was running 36 major police departments across the country. And I mean at the level of a Justice Department attorney telling you, you have already arrested too many black people this month. You're going to violate by the numbers. You can't arrest anymore. Listen to Merrick Carlin. Lay out where they're going with this. Usually when the Justice Department finds unlawful practices or patterns of practices, The local police department enters into a settlement agreement or a consent decree to ensure that prompt and effective action is taken to align policing practices with the law. Remember when I told you about consent decrees last week? Essentially, 
It's a federal takeover of your police department. Few people understand this, but former federal prosecutor Jim Trusty does. He spelled it out just the way I am on Fox News this morning. I think it's a pretty big deal. It really, to me, harkens a return to the Obama years where we had federal civil rights attorneys parachuting into different communities and conducting these pattern and practice investigations once again. And that they're going to have no discomfort at the idea of essentially federal takeovers of management of local police departments. Wait, wait, wait. Now, do you get it? Now, do you understand the reason for the endless lies about race and police on a loop? They're going back to the Obama strategy. Publicize a shooting, demonize the police department, usually in a big city, then come in and take it over with an investigation that always ends in a consent decree. There hasn't been one of these under Obama that doesn't end with them running the department. But notice something. Almost all the police departments they took over during the Obama era were in big blue liberal cities. There's a wink, wink, nod, nod here. They come in, the Justice Department does, and the city rolls over because they want to be run by their liberal cohorts at the federal level. And that's exactly what the prosecutor, Jim Trusty tells Fox News will happen next. And it's going to be probably going down the lane of a consent decree, which means federal supervision for years of a local department's practices. Jim, it's Dana. A question for you on this, because the Trump administration uh, took these out, basically said we're not going to use these consent decrees anymore. On Friday of last week, Merrick Garland, the attorney general, rescinded that and said, no, we're going back to that. So we see this in Minneapolis. What other localities could we see um, this happen to? Well, you know, give it a day, maybe Columbus, Ohio. I mean, it's really, look, anytime there's a high profile police shooting, uh, whether it's Kentucky, Ohio, Minnesota, wherever, I think there's a chance that the Civil Rights Division will feel emboldened under Garland's leadership and they'll make a pitch for going after it on a uh, pattern and practice investigation. So, you know, it's not going to just, it won't be the only one during the next few years, that's for sure. Now, do you understand what this is all about, folks? You got to understand something. Everything going on with the Democrats right now, it looks like a bunch of different issues. It's not. It's all one issue. From the voter drive at our open borders to the obsession with police shootings, it is about the Democrats' goal of absolute power. Remake the electorate. Make it into an electorate where Democrats cannot lose. Anticipate that the states will either secede or nullify. I think nullification's the more likely of those. Then they will need force to enforce their increasingly unconstitutional rules on people because their program is radical. As I pointed out to you time and time again with polling, majorities of Democrats to pluralities of Democrats don't support what they want to do on almost every issue. So how do you do it? Remake the electorate, but you got to quell the inevitable rebellion. Otherwise, you won't rule the whole country. You'll only end up ruling a balkanized patchwork of blue states. And the enemy is the police for the Democrats. Not because they give a rip about what they do. They don't. It's because they don't control them. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. They know when it comes right down to it, they can pass all the laws they want, banning gun ownership, banning gun stores, but... Those laws will just be paper if there's no one to enforce them. And they know when it comes right down to it, what side most of the local police will be on, particularly in red areas. And you know why? Because the local police answer to who? The city council who pays their bills. Probably the mayor or the council directly or in some cities a city manager. They see that as a major problem. They need to displace the city management, take over purge the ranks, and then run these departments. Departments that will then answer to them. Departments that can be then be filled with people who think like them, who are loyal to the party, who have no quote-unquote extremism in their background or a pattern of voting Republican. That's why Obama's Committee on 21st Century Policing, as I told you in the previous podcast, recommended that in the first phase, all officers in the command structure be trained by the federal government. The next phase, they'd be paid by the federal government, answer to them. And in the final phase, all police officers would answer to the federal government and get their check from the federal government. Remove local control from that mayor who could be thrown out in the next election pretty easily if the police get out of control. And there you go. You've got no say over those policing you. The Democrats must do this if they want to accomplish the next phase of what they want to do. Governors and mayors and city councils will simply rebel. We'll, we've, we're already seeing this coming with county after county declaring themselves a Second Amendment sanctuary. Now understand, folks, when I lay this stuff out, a lot of you take it as a prediction for what's coming. It's not. I'm trying to warn you and alert you and the many state legislators who listen to this podcast what is coming. Because if you don't understand what they're doing, you can't fight it. Remember, the Democrats have already filed legislation. It hasn't passed the House yet to create inside the Department of Homeland Security and staffed by the FBI a division that will background check every single law enforcement officer in the country from the lowliest sheriff's deputy on up to big city cops and police chiefs looking for any quote unquote extremism in their background. I mentioned this on almost every podcast because you can see where it's going. They're preparing for the purge that will come when they take over these departments and they plan to do it with loads of cash. Who wants to pay for their local police when you can slough it off on the federal government. They'd be even further along in this if they'd gotten larger majorities in the House and the Senate. So they're just doing the parts they can do now. You're seeing this purge again also with the National Guard. They already did it. The extremism backgrounding. You're seeing it in the military. And Devin Nunes, Representative Devin Nunes, actually warned they're beginning to do it in the NSA and the military now using 
NSA spy technology against Americans, against members of the military, and then purging them for so-called extremism. What's extremism? Being a Republican. Here, I'll let Devin Nunes explain. He's a Republican congressman, and he said this on Maria Bartiromo's show on Fox Business. But now we have the, the NSA, part of our military, where they're actually targeting naval officers, Republican naval officers. They're putting them under phony investigations in order to kick Republicans out of the military. That's effectively what happens. So I, I asked General Nakasone this, and his answers are, are pretty muddy. And I think a lot of the American people already know that the surveillance powers of the United States of America have been out of control. And now you have politicization where you're targeting Republicans and removing them from being able to even work at the National Security Agency. It, I think it raises real questions. Uh, how, if they're able to stop Republicans from working, what are they able to do that we don't know about, where we have caught them in the past uh, willing to reverse target American citizens? And then you have this report that comes out on domestic extremism. What on earth? We're supposed to be looking at foreign threats. We're not supposed to be using our intelligence services against our own people, specifically Republicans and conservatives. It's what happens in third world countries and banana republics. And we have to expose this for the American people to know. So as I explained on Friday's podcast, defunding the police isn't the left's goal. Jeff Sessions knocked over their sandcastle when he released all those big city police departments from the consent decrees, over 36 of them. They're starting over again, but they're serious this time. At the bottom of the Democrat power structure is what makes all of this possible. The terminally misinformed, highly stoked crowd moved to violence or else, burning and looting. These aren't just side effects of the lies told by the media or the Democrats' policies. They're street muscle. In other words, if you don't consent to your police department being taken over, why that nice little town of yours might burn. I actually feel sorry for a lot of these people. They're being used and abused and fed a massive lie. Let me give an example of what I'm talking about. And I bet you you could have done this with anybody in the Black Lives Matter crowd or Antifa crowd that were awaiting the Chauvin jury verdict. This is Amia Horowitz. He's a, an investigative reporter who likes to do interviews on the streets. And he's interviewing Black Lives Matter protesters. And he asked them, how many unarmed black males do you actually think are killed in America every year? How, how many unarmed black people were killed by cops last year? You have any oh, idea? hundred plus? In just Minnesota? No, around the country. Oh, thousands. Un- unarmed black people. Thousands. It seems like they're trying to erase, like, our, like, destruct the whole race of, you know, the African-American race. Again, I don't blame her for her terminal ignorance. You'd think that, listening to CNN, where they don't actually, if you'll notice, use numbers when they talk about systemic racism or stats. They just throw it out there without facts, citations, or numbers. That's because the numbers don't support their point. It's not 100 in Minnesota. It's not thousands across the country. In fact, it's not even 100 across the country. The answer is 18. 18 unarmed black men were killed last year in America. So were 24 unarmed white men by the police. In fact, the total, as I documented on a previous podcast, is 52. 
52 unarmed Americans killed by the police. That's about one per state. Hardly a genocide or a systemic racism. For comparison, on average, 49 people are killed by lightning strikes in America each year. This is the level of the absurdity of our media coverage. By the way, don't take my word for those stats. Go to WashingtonPost.com police shooting database. You can Google it. It should come right up. And you can play around with these stats yourself. In fact, if you exclude black perpetrators who were fighting or fleeing at the time, just eight unarmed black men who were not fleeing at the time were killed by police in 2020, the whole year. That's not even double digits. This is not systemic racism, and it's certainly not a genocide. But they need their street shock troops to intimidate police departments into letting them in who otherwise wouldn't. Because after all, who wants to give up your power to run your own department unless you're just terminally liberal? How bad did those Black Lives Matter protesters actually think it was? And I think they're sincere. And folks, if it really was that bad... Thousands of unarmed black men just killed by the cops. Heck, I'd be in the streets marching with them. I think a lot of us would. This is how bad they think it is, and this is how far they're willing to go. You consider this a genocide? It's the eradication of an entire people. That's a good question, and now that I've been confronted with it, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I mean, genocide means like the targeting of one race for its destruction. Do you yeah. think that's what they're doing? Genocide of, of anybody that's not white. Would you call what's happening a genocide? Yeah, I think that's one word for it. Genocide? Yes, most definitely. A genocide? Yeah. We need another civil war in this country in order for us to have true justice. If that's what it takes, then we have to do it. Do we need another civil war now? If that's what it takes, then I believe so. If that's what it's going to take to revamp everything, for everything to be equal, at least equal for us to have justice, I believe so. Will it happen? Probably. Now, the average American, even the average Democrat, probably doesn't want a federal takeover of their local police department. The idea is they won't fight it if they think fighting it is racist because the shock troops are in the streets screaming for so-called justice. Now, do you understand why they use the term systemic racism like zombies on TV repeating it on a loop? Systemic racism just happens to be the legal justification used to take over local police departments. It's all about power, folks. Endless federal power for one party that can never be defeated. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on radio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to share with your friends and family. Thank you for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.